Hey guys, thanks for listening. Let's talk about today's sponsor, and that is BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, like anxiety or depression? BetterHelp will assess your mental health needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help, guys. It is professional, confidential counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available. The service is available to anyone hearing this podcast worldwide. You can log into your account anytime, anywhere, send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't have to ever, ever sit in an uncomfortable waiting room like with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you ever need to. So visit BetterHelp.com slash spark. That's BetterHelp.com slash spark. Welcome back to the Two Marks and Spark Wrestling Podcast. Go to BetterHelp.com slash spark to save 10% off your first month of professional mental health counseling. Let's get right into the show. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, before we talk about Dynamite, I want to do a couple of quick show notes off the top here. There is no SmackDown review this week. Ben's a busy boy. Unless Bryce wants to put himself through that, which I don't imagine no. he does. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, Not really. There is no SmackDown review this week. SmackDown reviews will be back next week. Raw reviews are dead. Um, they just don't exist. Just pretend Raw doesn't exist because that's honestly what I do. Um we have a new sponsor that I announced on Twitter this morning, uh, ExpressVPN. Uh, we're happy to have them. Uh, once we get all the promotional stuff settled for that, you will start hearing that on the uh, on the show here. But I don't have that just yet. They are getting us set up behind the scenes. But yes, ExpressVPN is in fact on board with Two Marks and a Spark. We are happy to have them. BetterHelp will still be here. We will be staying with BetterHelp as well. But in the meantime... No ExpressVPN ad just yet for multiple reasons. So so wait till we have our discount code up. Yeah, I, I there is a temporary discount, discount code that we have, but we're getting a custom link. I tweeted it this morning. If you guys want to sign up with our code with ExpressVPN, feel free to do it. It's on my Twitter. But this is going to be the last episode that better help us our primary sponsor for like uh, two weeks, I think. And then they're yep. back in something like that. That's pretty much all the show notes. Uh, there is going to be an Impact show this Sunday. Uh, we will... If all goes well. To be determined as to whether or not we're going to review it Sunday or at a later date. Um, but Hopefully it's Sunday or Monday. I'm hoping we get that done Sunday. It should, it should be Sunday. It should be up... We should record it Sunday and it'll be up Monday. Yeah, that, that's, that's the, the goal. Pl- that's the hope. I. Uh, fingers crossed i don't imagine that we would do it any later than that if we're going to do it at all depends how fast you set up your computer ben well uh there is another computer up there that i've been given permission to use so set up your cool equipment for the podcasting let's get into the show ben shall we yes aew dynamite for april 21st 2021 
How does the show start, Bryce? The same way it always does. Yes. With Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, and Excalibur. It's Wednesday night. You know what time it is. It's time for Dynamite. And we open up with Hangman Adam Page and Ricky Starks. This is a good match. It was pretty good. I mean... Good little opener. Good little opener. Shortest opener we've had on Dynamite in, like, I don't know how long. Yeah, uh, last week's was like f- like twenty minutes. <laughs> last week's was like six years. This, this was not twenty minutes. This was like eight minutes. Good, clean. I don't. I don't need my. It was clean. I don't need my openers to be more than like ten minutes ever, unless it's something special, like Christian versus Kazarian or something like that, or like a title match at WrestleMania, like Drew McIntyre and Bobby. But that's not what this was. It was good for what it was. And I appreciated it. It did what it needed to do. It built stuff up going forward. So, And I guess we're getting Adam Page versus uh, Brian Cage next week. So I look forward to that. That's going to be great because Brian Cage is also fantastic. Uh, they show the Elite getting into their uh, trailer. One more note on the uh, whole Page, Page and Starks thing. After the match, uh, Cage just absolutely demolished page yep so that kind of set that up for next week and taz did his taz thing the thing he always does when someone that's wins a match against someone in that faction he just gets really mad and red in the face you're just like you guys should watch your backs and then brian cage or ricky starks or whoever comes out of nowhere or hook or whoever who's probably the worst person in that faction Probably just comes out, just comes out and does some shitty move against them, and boom, we got a match next week. I like how you say probably. I don't know that there's a doubt about that. Call it what you want. We get it. We don't. Whatever. Then we go after the elite. Go in their uh, caboose. <laughs> uh, we get Trent Beretta versus Penta. This is a good match. Also really good. Um, not as good as it should have been, but... Not good as it should have been because it schmazzed out. Yeah, pretty much. Even though Penta could have easily won this clean and no one would have said a word about it. Because, let's be real here, Penta's over. Everyone loves him. I love him. I think he's And great. we did not need Alex Abrahente grabbing a mic and telling Trent his mama sucks. I heard that and I was like, this match just lost big points. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Then we get Jim Ross. Should have been Tony Schiavone sitting down with the pinnacle. What? Why does Jim Ross interview? Okay. Jim Ross is not that good of an interviewer. Jim Ross is not that good at anything anymore. I'm sorry, JR. I love you, but could have FX caliber interview these people. Alex Marvez, unless they fired him. You have more people that can interview this, these guys than you know what to do with. I mean, we didn't get... There was no Dasha Gonzalez this week. There was not. I think they're finally starting to get the message. She sucks! Yeah, they're starting to finally get the messages that people like us are putting across. Which, thank God. Does Tony Khan listen to this show and cry whenever I say that Dasha Gonzalez is an idiot? If, if, If Tony Khan watches this show, he is crying every night. 
Why? Because we say because we, 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 we tell him uh, Dark Order sucks. Uh, because they do. Because they do. Uh, we tell him Matt Hardy cannot put on a good match anymore. Be- because he can't. Because he can't. <laughs> and I tell them that the young and I tell him that the young bucks are overrated because well they are. We tell him a lot of hard facts. He doesn't like that too much. What wrestling promoter does? Truth hurts. I know. I'm sorry, Tony. You are. You got your box of tissues next to you. You're crying right now, but it is what it is. Sorry. You know what's funny is we say we like Dynamite more than anything else, and then we shit on like half the show. <laughs> See, here's the thing: when something's better than the rest, it doesn't mean it's necessarily great. It just means. So, so here's my logic: like you see something that you're you're used to being shit. So you you watch uh, Raw. Why would and you do like, that? Well, this is an example. Okay. You know it's going to be shit. You walk into the door knowing it's going to be shit. You can smell it, like. But who? But but then you you walk up one day where the outhouse it just got cleaned out, so it still smells like shit because it's still an outhouse. <laughs> but it was cleaned recently, so it's not as bad. And you're just like, you know what? This isn't even that bad today. I don't even need oh, my right nose plugs it. right now. Yeah, like imagine that you you get something that's 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 uh, good for once, and you're just like, this is awesome. I'm not used to like having this treatment. Think of it like the reverse for dynamite. We're used to it being good, so the second we see something that sucks, we're just like, we we we, we go ape shit. I hate it. <laughs> it's subconscious. We don't even realize it when we're watching the show half the time. I feel like it's better objectively. It really is, and. I, I can't deny it. Yeah. But we just we just nitpick at it without even realizing it. And I said it on the NXT review last night that NXT was kind of just there this week. They just kind of happened. <laughs> and I think this this show was a bit better than it happened. There was just parts that made me think, "Well, this shouldn't have happened." Uh, okay. Every time Jim Ross opened his mouth. Every time Jim Ross opens his mouth, and then I just I scoff and I move on. And, and there was a lot of schmazes on this show. Too many to count. I, I hate it. And too much Jim Ross. Anyway, Jim Ross sat down with the pinnacle. They cut a fairly decent promo for what it was. What you mean is MJF cut a good promo? I mean, Wardlow didn't look too bad on the mic. I went too, too bad, but MJF's the spotlight here. Wardlow's still better than Jake Hager. Get to that in a minute. That is that does not take much. And then we get Bryce's dream match. I swear to God, uh, the AEW Women's World Title match between Akaru Shida and Tay Conti. This was pretty good. Uh, Br- Bryce loved every second of this. Um, yep, this was uh, a pretty good. Um, I don't understand. The one thing I don't understand about this stuff is why they always have um. They had two title matches on a dynamite. Uh huh. Yet they they thought they were sly, and they were like, "People will believe that there'll be a title match change tonight." Well, that's probably but, why they did two title matches. Because if you want, but, people of, to... but of course, since you and me are wrestling aficionados, you mean we're marks. We're marks. We are not stupid enough to believe that any title will change. On, on television, not 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 even a B title, 
It's not going to happen. Well, the women's world title isn't really a beat. No, I, I was I was referring to the TNT title. I don't know how much that's really a B title. I, I mean, mean, it is a B title, but compared to like an IC and a US title, no. But it's not an AEW World Champion. No. Uh, notice how we haven't seen the AEW World Champion in a while. That's because he's been doing shit on Impact, isn't it? No, he hasn't been wrestling. He's just been cutting promos. Like he's cutting been... promos and existing. Like he has been on AEW, but I think that's mostly because Tony Khan gets the point of the world champion does not need to wrestle every goddamn week. Yes. An important thing to note. You don't really need your world title person to wrestle that much, especially when you're someone like Kenny Omega. You know, when you're the top guy in the company... Why would you want to wrestle every single week? That just overexposes you. You wrestle a couple times between pay-per-views to make yourself look strong to build up for the show, and then then you have your real matches. Oh, boy. So, anyway, Sheeta versus Conti. This match was great. Uh... I, I don't have I don't have anything too negative to say about it except the fact that the Dark Order was present. <laughs> uh, when is that a positive? I guess that depends who you ask, but uh wasn't good for me. <laughs> okay. They uh, overexposed John Silver now. Like they've overdone him. Yep. So now I'm starting to get sick of him. He wasn't there this week because his shoulder. But like They've overexposed him. They overused him, so now everybody's getting sick of him. Now he's hurt. Because, again, he was working too much. They worked him too hard. And he's not cleared. So now... He's probably not going to be cleared for a couple more weeks. So now you're looking at a Dark Order without the one redeemable factor in the Dark Order left. uh, Because... Brody Lee's un- untimely passing that is unfortunate for more reasons than just that. Anna Jay deciding that, hey, you know, today's a good day to just rip the shoulder right out of the socket and be out for a year. The Dark Order is literally on life support right now. And then John Silver dislocating his shoulder and he's out four to six weeks. Like, what is left that is redeemable about the Dark Order? Because you have, you have a number 10 and evil Uno. <laughs> and Tay Conti is like an... And, auxiliary like your best friends with the one female in our group boo so I guess we'll show up to your match that's kind of the joke here I guess that's the point but like what's really the point because (laughs) because by the time Anna J gets back the casual fan will have forgotten she existed yep and Uh we'll and Ben will lose his mind the second she he sees her walk out. Uh, no, because I guarantee he'll bury her again. Because that's... I mean, that is wrestling television. Bury the good people. Uh, well, yeah. That, that, that's not necessarily AEW, because they put Sheeta and Conti on here with a ton of time. True. Uh, it had an anticlimactic finish, because of course it did. Uh... I don't even remember what the freaking finish was. Oh, yes. Uh, Sheeta hit the... Sheeta kicked her in the head. Yeah, they, they, they had some cool name for it that I forgot. 
like they always do with moves in AEW. I do believe it's called something like the katana or some like, shit. Like the DDT. Shut up. Or the D- the Tako. Uh, she does celebrates, picks up her kendo stick or whatever the hell that is. Her Japanese, uh, there's a name a, for it in Japan. It's it's a kendo stick, man. Yeah, it is a kendo stick. Uh, and then all of a sudden the music changes and Bryce at this very moment said, is that Britt Baker? And I said, yeah, I think so. And then lo and behold, big surprise that no one saw coming. Britt Baker walks the ring. And uh, they changed the rankings really fast because she's the number one contender. And she won a match on Dark last this week. Bryce, I'm pretty well, sure... Like, like she said she would do last week on Dynamite to get up in the rankings. I'm going to go win a match on Dark. Ha ha. Why not, why not like call out, like, I don't know, Tay Conti? Well... That would have been the logical, cool thing to do. Why didn't they? Didn't. Okay, for as great as this match was, and as much as I enjoyed it, and I think it was probably the best match on this show, and I don't think it's that close. From a story perspective, this makes no f- sense. Why you didn't do Conti versus Baker first? And then whoever wins becomes the number one contender. I don't know. But... And, then they could, and they could do... Whoever won that against Tay Conti in a couple of weeks or whatever. I don't know. I'm using 100% of my brain right now. Well, well, it's so clear that they plan on switching that belt after that Eliminator tournament. That is blatantly obvious. It's got to be. Because, yeah, Sheeta has done a great job with the belt. I'm not knocking anything Sheeta has done. She's a great champion. But it is so clear that they had a different idea for the way that tournament was going. And they just, they they fumbled because they didn't know what to do. Well, like, three people got hurt. So. Mizunami is the last person I expected to be at the top of that ladder. I'm fine with the fact that she was, and maybe Mizunami was the plan the whole time, but it sure doesn't feel like it. We were talking about it. Mizunami put on a hell of a match, as to be expected from her, but. Boy, did it feel like it was not the plan. It wasn't. It was... It, okay, nobody is going to be able to convince me that Anna J wasn't the plan for that because that was pretty freaking obvious. Yeah, and that, they did nothing to try to cover it up. <laughs> it was pretty much... Even you saw it. You were just like, we, this we is, all this we is obvious. It. We saw it from a mile away. And when Anna got hurt, I just thought it would be Thunder Rosa that would win because that... That would have made sense. But then, you know, you're looking at putting the world title on somebody that you don't have under contract, which I guess they almost did with Mizunami. So... Yeah. This not out of the question. And, but regardless, uh, what's next? Britt Baker, um, I swear to God, that woman gets a new t-shirt every week. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> How many? She must have like a hundred T-shirt designs on the AEW store. I don't know. We can look. Uh, <laughs> That'll be an after-show thing. Like every week, every week, she says one word, and it's like we have a T-shirt for you saying hello. <laughs> <laughs> we have a T-shirt for you saying poop. Anyway, um, then we go to a backstage segment with Miro, 
and he cut a promo he should have cut the day he debuted. Uh, yeah. Except it involved Kip Sabian, so it was automatically worse. Yep. Uh, and then we go to the ring with uh, Tony Schiavone, who said about five words. Uh, I'm pretty sure this entire show, he didn't say much. Uh, which is unfortunate, because whenever Shivani doesn't talk, this show just goes downhill. Um, he calls out, he brings out the inner circle. Uh, the inner circle jerk, as I like to call them affectionately. Um, basically say, hey, Pinnacle, you're a bunch of geeks. Uh, I, I, again, I'm... I'm summing it up here. They said a lot, but, and then, uh, they made fun of MJF singing show tunes on the Rosie O'Donnell show, which I'm not sure that ever actually happened. Uh, I don't think it did. Um, and, uh, well, Jericho, of course, calling MJF my jerk off friend, um, which is just the funniest thing ever. And, uh, he sang MJF a show tune. Oh, yeah. Just a piece of art, honestly. Bryce, did you write this down? No. <laughs> I definitely did not write this down. Because I wish I did. I kind of wish I did. It, it, it was it was funny. It I, gave me a little chuckle. I would like to be able to recite this show tune for you, but it basically ended with him saying he gave MJF a swirly. And then they started chanting swirly. And no, I'm not kidding. Grown adults it, it were happened. chanting. Swirly. Swirly. This all happened right here on Wednesday Night Dynamite. You may ask yourself. You can't make this shit up. You you may be asking yourself. You know, you guys aren't stupid or anything. You're not bad at talking. Why the hell are you talking about dudes that give other grown men swirlies? To that we say, I don't know. (laughs) That is, yeah. There's just some things you can't explain. And people giving each other swirlies on dynamite. That's something I can't explain to you. As much as I want to. Uh Jericho proceeded to cut a very vulgar promo. A very uh, good promo, too. Yeah, it was vulgar, but it was good. Uh they also let Jake Hager talk at some point in this. I can't remember when, but it was bad. Uh I cringed for that split second. Luckily they didn't give it to him very long. Santana cut a decent part of this, and then Jericho basically said he's going to beat the ever-loving piss out of MJF. Then we went to the match that about three people wanted to see. Two of them were in the ring. Um, I couldn't care less about this match. Team Marshall versus Billy Gunn in 2021. It was like watching my grandpa slug each other. I just, I didn't care one single bit. I really didn't. I I said this before the show. I was like, okay, I saw the card. Everything kind of looked like bangers. And then I saw this match and I was like, okay, I do not give a shit (laughs) at all. Not a single shit was given during this match. Not one at all. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I really didn't pay attention to this. I watched it, but I was the whole time I was just like, okay, just just get it over with. All I know is that at the end Dustin came out, broke a chair over the guy that looked like a gorilla. Nick Camarado. Nick Camarado. And he Nick Camarado no sold it. 
Worth noting that Billy Gunn did his best Hulk Hogan impression about three times. I was fully expecting a, a, a leg drop during this match. A point and a leg get, drop. Uh, a we, point and a leg drop. I did not get a point and a leg drop. I am disappointed. Honestly, that's the only way they probably could have made this match worse. <laughs> are, I mean, you sh- are you sure they could have made it worse? It, they could have They could have literally cued his music. If they would have played his music and had him do a leg drop, they played Hulk Hogan's music, this probably would have been the worst match ever. <laughs> well, Hulk Hogan is a piece of shit, but, you know. I would literally put my hand straight through my new monitor. Yeah. And I would I would feel nothing. I would just feel misery. Worth noting, we're getting a six-man tag with this crew of goons next week. Great. I can't wait to fall half asleep during it. I was half asleep during that match because, as usual, we're watching it at, like, one in the morning. Anyway. Yeah. When you when you get a shit match like this this late at night, you're just like, oh, God. Let it end. It, uh, brings, it, it brings the goods out and it brings the bads out in, like, equal force. And then we get a elite promo in their private trailer with their private cameraman. Brandon Cutler. This man is now a cameraman. Could they bury him anymore? Not anymore. They can't. They have turned him into the biggest geek I have ever seen. He is a bigger geek than Nakazawa. At least Nakazawa possesses a laptop. Yes. Worth noting, Nakazawa has had a MacBook every week up until now. This week, he had some old, like, 2006. They they, they dug an IBM ThinkPad out of the dumpster for him. Yeah, literally. Behind, like, a Savers. Yeah. Uh, well, they're cutting a promo, and then they hear a horn outside, and it, this was all really hokey. And it was... That, it was- kind of bad and then john moxley t-bones their trailer and kingston tells him get the pipe get the pipe get the pipe and uh moxley's talking about jackson boys i i really don't know what the hell was going on here uh (laughs) i was very confused i didn't know what to think i also didn't really care that much they have oversaturated this whole Moxley Kingston thing, haven't they? I just don't care. Like, what are they trying to go with this? Well, Moxley's the- not going to win a title off of Omega when he's got a kid on the way. Not fooling me. And Kingston's probably not going to do a whole lot either, as much as I love Kingston. Okay, you have Moxley, who's like, what, 35, 36, and Kingston, who is 39. Yep. Anyway, we go to, speaking of old, Christian Cage versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh, also, they didn't find the Elite in the trailer because they escaped as they hit it. Which they they, they could all been. filed out immediately, like like Sonic the Hedgehog fast. I could Just have told you. Straight out. Because Moxley did not come around that corner slowly. Um I, I I just I don't I, I didn't care. And Eddie Kingston professed his hunger to end the segment. Thank God. Thank God. Christian Cage versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Very short. <laughs> Very short. It was pretty good. I thought they were gonna make Hobbs look a little bit stronger during this. 
Uh, Cage wins. Christian Cage. I can't just say Cage anymore because there's like 30 on this show. There's there's too many Cages on the show anymore. We have to give them their full names now. Uh, Christian wins with a kill switch. And then... Um, and then Cage and Stark stare at each other down. I can't imagine Christian is going to wrestle again next week. I just don't see that happening. Uh, and then we get a highlight package for Jade Cargill. You know, for as many highlight packages as if they as they give this girl. It's very disproportionate to how many matches she actually wrestles. Uh, she talks about how much every manager in AEW wants to sign her. In my opinion, they shouldn't give her a manager. And Jim Ross called her money. He said she's money. Okay, JR. And people wonder why I say JR needs to retire. Just God, JR needs to stop. Please. And then it I is finally not... time for our main event. I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? Not really. Um, let's 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 get on to the Schmoz Fest. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. Anyway, we get the TNT title match main event, which I still don't understand why they put this title in main events. Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy. On paper, this could have been the mess match of the show. It was not. It definitely wasn't. And I'm a little upset that it was not as good as I hoped it would be. It was I, probably the fourth best match on the show. I really like both these people so much. They and did they what did, they could. <laughs> they did this they did this match so dirty. They did what the could what they could with the time they were given and the half the match being in picture in picture did not help anything. And they did that by schmozzing it to hell and back. And well at least I can't complain about one thing. When it was just them in the ring and they were focused on them, it was great. When, when this was a 1v1 match, it was fine. It was it was pretty solid. It was it would it was a match that I could expect from these two. After Sting and Luchasaurus fought their way to back to the retirement hall in the back, uh everything got really good. <laughs> um and basically there was no real suspense as to whether or not Darby was going to win this. It was pretty clear the whole time. We all knew because this is a dynamite. There's going to be no title switches. Though every TNT title switch has pretty much been on dynamite, except for like one or two. Uh, yes, but this is also a Darby Allen that we're dealing with here. This is true. Darby uh, Allen is not going to lose that belt on a dynamite. Uh, Darby Allen did some sort of move. I don't know what it was, and it led to a pin that kind of looked like a roll up. He did. It something. was a roll up. It was. It was. It was. It was a glorified roll up. He hit a fancy move that I've seen him do before, but it never usually ends matches. This one did, and Darby Allen wins. He He's... couldn't just. He couldn't just cough and drop it. Well. And then Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page proceed to just kick the crap out of everybody before Lance Archer comes down, gets kicked in the balls twice, um, and then Sting comes down and absolutely scares the crap out of Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. I'm not sure they ever made contact. Does, does, does that imply that Sting just killed Luchasaurus backstage? 
well, Luchasaurus did not come back. So that's a yes, then. Uh, rest in peace, Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus, you will live forever in my heart. Goodbye. Rest in spaghetti. Overall, not a bad episode of Dynamite. If it didn't have the two schmazes it had on the show, it would have been pretty good. Good lord, I don't want to watch this Impact show. <laughs> I really don't either, but... We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Hey, you said, uh, what was it, uh, Cardona and... Uh... Myers. And Myers were on the show, right? And Ace Austin's on the show, so... And Ace Austin's on the show. They're, like, once again, it'll be good on paper, right? Well... On paper. Well... Bryce, how many Raws have you looked at on paper and thought they had a chance to be good and then you watched them and cried? Every single Raw in existence. Every uh, Raw in 2019 looked good on paper. How many of them were actually good? Not very many. Uh, Well, shit. I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's decent. Um, Double or Nothing has an official date now, May 29th. May 29th, we got like uh, a month. We got a month, a little over a month. Uh, worth noting, you know how we thought this whole hell of a pay-per-view every other week was over? Coming back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Since I hope AEW are just ramping up the pay-per-views for no reason. Well, AEW is on their normal schedule, but. Impact. Impact is just like, let's do it. Let's ruin these guys' weekends. Uh, so here's the schedule for May in terms of pay-per-views. I don't have Impacts in front of me because, quite frankly, I don't care. Uh, May 16th, we have WrestleMania Backlash. God, I wonder what that's going to look like. I, It's going to be shit. <laughs> uh, May 29th, we have Double or Nothing. Hopefully going to be great. And then speculated around the first or second week of June, we have money in the bank. Right. Um, I want I, to cry. I. <laughs> so we get like two weeks between these shows, right? That's not horrible. I do not know if we're going to get two weeks between money in the bank and double or nothing. Hell, they might just decide to do money in the bank on May 30th, and that's going to suck. If they do that on May 30th, we're going to have some issues. Hey, do you remember when they did an NWA pay-per-view and a WWE pay-per-view on the same day? Remember how much fun that was? And you want to know how both of them really weren't good? Except NWA had, like, two good matches on the show. NWA was a better show than Fastlane. Do not tell me it was. Oh, no, it was. It was. Don't get me wrong. Fastlane was horrible. In every regard. So, on the show, on Two Marks and a Spark news this week, we have, well, this show that you're listening to right now. Hello. If you haven't figured out where you are or who you're listening to, I can't help you. Um, then we have, later on this week, a special show that I'm going to be doing solo. I'm not going to talk too much about that. I kind of want to keep it a surprise. It's going to be kind of a tester show to see if we want to do it more in the future. And then we have the Impact show on Sunday. So, pretty much the normal amount of shows this week. But no SmackDown review, because I'm going to be pre-taping that other show that you're going to hear Friday. 
So yeah, we got a nice little, uh, little exciting week ahead of us. I will definitely be present for that Sunday show. Uh, rain or shine, shit or good. <laughs> Hopefully good. Ace Austin's going to be there. So Bryce, for Austin. reference, when was the last time you watched Impact Wrestling? Uh, on a oh, regular basis? On a regular basis? Never. <laughs> I've watched a few like random impact shows at your house before, but like I've never watched it week to week really ever. I mean, we kind of did in like middle school when Hogan showed up and then proceeded to ruin everything. Yeah, but that was a, that was a long time ago. And I don't really remember that much other than Hulk Hogan being horrible and Eric Bischoff fucking making everyone want to cry. Uh yep. Bischoff, I love you, but stay off my TV for the love of God. Um, well, 35 minutes later, we've covered an entire dynamite. I don't really have anything left to talk about other than like. Get just brace yourselves for uh, impact on Sunday. I brace guess. yourselves for May because it's coming. We, we got a spicy month ahead of us that I wasn't expecting to have, but. You know how it goes. We roll with the punches. Bryce, around. you do realize if they do an impact show that actually matters in May, we're going to cry, right? Yeah, we, we, we got to roll with the punches here. We, the more we think about it, the more we get pessimistic about it. So we just got to we just got to cool our heads. For the record, it's not that we don't like talking about this stuff. It's the fact that like the, the, the timing's a little off sometimes and we and we get a lot of curveballs. At least they don't do middle-of-the-week pay-per-views most of the time. I pray to God that never happens. I'm fine if there's, like, a special show every week. Oh, <laughs> chicken, <stand and> deliver. <laughs> I'm fine. I would be fine if there was, a like, a special show or an event every Sunday. I would be fine with that. <clears throat> Sunday is one thing. But when yeah, you I'm start... Not, I'm not doing anything Sunday night. But when you start doing shows on Saturday and Sunday or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like you, you, you are chewing up every bit of free time I have at the end of the week and into the weekend. Like <laughs> just gnaw, 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 gnaw. And we're not taking a shot at AEW or Impact when we say this. We're looking at you, Vinny Roo. Don't be so mean to us. Vince McMahon. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Why the freaking heck? What, why did I say it like that? Why the hell do you hate us? He's got to throw his jabs at someone, Ben. His fans. That's who he throws his jabs at. He has to hate someone, and he might as well hate the people that give him all his money. So. Bryce, that's all I do you have anything that. left to tell the people? I do not, uh, except uh, have a good rest of your week. Yeah, you're not going to be back until Sunday. I'm not back until the pre-recorded show goes up on either Friday or Saturday. I haven't decided yet. Don't work too hard. Yeah, don't work too and, hard. And, and for the love for of God, please don't watch Raw. Don't watch Raw. Don't do not do that to yourself. You're, you're better than that. <laughs> you're better than Raw. We're sponsored by a mental health counselor, counseling company. I don't think I'm legally allowed to we, tell you to watch Raw. <laughs> We don't, we don't need you to subscribe to that for the wrong reasons. <laughs> and <laughs> Raw just... If you... Okay, if you gave me the option between watching Monday Night Raw for three hours and watching Paint Dry... 
I'd have to get back to you. Those sound like pretty similar things to me. They are. <laughs> they, they sound just as entertaining to me. Oh, well. Um, hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you guys so much for the support as of late. We're up big the last week here, and I can't thank you guys enough for that. And um, we wouldn't be here without you guys. So until you guys tell us to, we're not going to shut the hell up. We're going to keep doing this damn show. We're not going anywhere unless Bryce has something to tell me. Um, nah, mate. Nah, mate. We, we, we cruising through this. We keep on rolling. This is the 30th episode of Two Marks and a Spark. Here's to 30 more, or however long we decide to do this. Honestly, we, me and Bryce started this as kind of like a, hey, let's see, let's see what we do here. It's sort of like a one-off joke, and we just kind of kept rolling with it. I said to Bryce, hey, Bryce, do you think we could do a wrestling podcast? And he said, no, probably not. And I said, F you, we're going to do it anyway. And now here we are 30 episodes later. <laughs> I guess we're, we're better at this than we thought we were. Well, sometimes, sometimes you realize that, you know, a bad idea ain't so bad of an idea after all. My mic just about fell. That would have been really funny. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, everybody have a good rest of your week. You won't hear any new like up-to-date like new opinions from us until sunday until then i will the next time you hear me i will be in a completely new state so everybody good luck with everyone send your good luck with your moves to ben yes. he's gonna need it for the last time from this studio here in minneapolis i bid you all adieu bryce you're staying here i'm not Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody have a good week and uh don't don't move. Just don't move. Don't do it. I hate it. It's Take it hell. easy. Take hell it week. easy. Everybody have a good one. <laughs>